In today's episode, we talk about Intellion raids and what we think is coming next to seven-star raids in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We also talk about all the events happening this weekend in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. After that, we actually have a special interview with Bailey. I met Bailey and her parents at Pokemon Go Fest 2022, and uh, we got her on the show to talk just her thoughts on Pokemon in general. It was a really fun, short, 20-minute interview that uh, will happen after the first segment of the show. And speaking of Pokemon Go Fest, uh, after beating Bailey at the 2022 Pokemon Go Fest, Niantic announced the 2023 Pokemon Go Fest. So we talk about the locations of that Go Fest, our thoughts on that, and the rest of the season that we know of for Pokemon Go. And that's today's episode. And I hope you enjoy it. This podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. Do you take millions of photos just and then you just let them sit on your phone or lost in your files? What if you could take all of those photos you take and put them into one gorgeous frame? You can with a connected frame from Aura. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and featured in hundreds, hundreds of gift guides, Aura frames are guaranteed to make mom or grandma smile. Think about, we're, we're ahead of that. Think about that. Mother's Day is coming up. You're probably like, I don't know what to get my mom. I don't know what to get my grandma. Even your wife. You should get your wife something for Mother's Day. If if I, your kids probably can't afford a gift, you should get them an Aura frame. Aura frames bring all your photos and videos together in one stunning high-resolution display where mom can really enjoy them. I have an Aura frame in my house right now, and the cool thing, I didn't even know this until I got it, the cool thing is you can send it and set up photos already. So when you give it as a gift, all they have to do is plug it in and you can you can have all the photos ready for them. Sometimes, you know, moms and grandmas aren't really good with technology. Uh, you can handle that all for it. So it's like, it really is an amazing gift. You just open it up, boom. They put it on their nightstand or their coffee table or their, in their kitchen and the photos are ready to go. And you know, if they want to customize it, it has an amazing app, very easy to use. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners of It's Super Effective can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com. That is A-U-R-A-F-R-A-M-E-S frames.com. Use the code SUPER to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frames. This deal ends on May 14th, so don't wait. Terms and conditions apply. That is AuraFrames.com and use the code SUPER to get $30 off plus free shipping on an Aura frame. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 563rd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello, I am here with a public service announcement. Chandelure's Unite move is too loud. <laughs> it oh, <no>. is. <laughs> it makes you jump. It is so loud. It is. Spooky. I'm pretty sure it's louder than Clefairy's Moonlight, which was obnoxious. And it's louder than Duraludon's release. 
when I heard it, the fr- I thought people were joking. I'm like, oh, it can't be. Th-. I heard it the first time. I'm like, what just happened? It's terrifying. We need a bug fix immediately. Is it to the point where it's actually painful? Yes. That's a problem. If you're wearing headphones, I'm like, I don't know how you're not had a hearing loss at this point. It is so <laughs> loud. Hey, Hannah also here. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing as exciting as that. My cat's not as uh, unhappy about the apartment anymore. She is starting to adjust. Yay. Welcome to the new world, kitty. I was going to say welcome to cat updates. <laughs> we had my moving updates. Now we move on to cat updates. The most exciting things in my world right now. Hey, that's okay. Till we get a new Pokemon game. Or the, the, the updates. The DLC. Yeah, that's November. Yeah. it's Maybe well, October, you know, whenever. Yeah, autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Could be sooner. Could be it was sooner. meant to be a summer one. Well, speaking of summer, uh, Niantic is starting to unveil their summer plans. So we actually have a lot of Pokemon Go news after not talking about Pokemon Go for the last three weeks or something like that. It's been a while. Uh, so a little bit of a Pokemon Go heavy episode. And then uh, Intellion l- was announced shortly after we hit the stop recording last week. And then they they decided not to give us any time off. They're just like, you like raids? Because every other <laughs> week is a new raid. I mean, we're now into this pattern, right? Like Intellion's done. And then which one's coming next, are we assuming? There, there are specific Pokemon in the code. This was the same for for Sword and Shield, where we we knew that like Snorlax was in the code as a Gigantamax, but he wasn't available right away. And then I think like 30 days later, Snorlax was available. I also knew like Gigantamax Melmetal was in the code, but they saved that for the DLC <laughs> Even though he was in the game the entire time. Um, but like Venusaur and Blastoise were not in base Sword and Shield. They were added to... Uh, the DLC. So what is left in the code besides like most legendary Pokemon like Mewtwo is in the code is I almost said Incineroar. Gosh, I wish Rillaboom is left. Delphox is left and Chestnut is left. So mm. sorry to any Empoleon lovers, Meganium lovers for they're, they're not in the game <laughs> at all yet. Yet, uh, I'm I'm sure when the DLC comes, I, I I feel like the safest bet in the entire world is Blastoise and Venusaur will definitely be part of the oh, DLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, gotta satisfy Kanto lovers. You got Oof. to. So, by patterns, do we think Fire is next? Do we think they're gonna do Delphox? I feel like they gotta do Chestnut next. You can't save him for last. No one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you save him for last when home integration's right around the corner. So we were like, I don't have to do this. I'm just going to import the one that I got. Look, Will Will loves Chespin, so like I feel like there's a little love out there. It's a big Paladin-y Pokemon. Yeah, but Will doesn't like raids. Look, the, if we were going to sit here and list a thought of things that Will doesn't like, we're going to be here for 15 hours. It's true. Um, hey, Will was Will Will was ambitious enough to come out for uh, community day on his broken foot. On his broken foot. Oh, and he got it. He he did a couple laps for a swine up. He he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He came out. Yeah, it was just it was just me and Will at the mall. I have a, I meant to, I meant to come and then I got held up and I'm like, oh, by the time I left this place and drove out to the Mall of America, it's done. I'm not making it. Okay, here's the thing, Will. 
doesn't listen to me. Go to Twitter and look at his tweet because he finally admitted he should listen to me. He was explaining what happened. I said, Will, you broke your foot. He's like, I don't think I did. I said, Will, you have broken your foot. Well, trust me when I tell you, you broke your foot. He's like, no, it's fine. I said, fine, fine. Don't listen to me. What happened? He broke his foot. Oh, (laughs) he broke it. At least now he knows. For the listeners, he broke it moving furniture because he just moved. Yes. He stubbed his toe. Like little toes break all the time. Both of my little toes are broken from when I was a kid. And what do they do? They're like, let's put a boot on you and have fun. It'll heal. So, yeah, we we have three Pokemon left. I guess if they're not repeating any Terra types, um, what do we got? We got like fairy, dark, ground. Fighting has already been used. Um, there Ghost hasn't been eighteen been used. Ghost has been used. I think I think fairy makes the most sense for Delphox because ideally, if Delphox is fairy, fairy is weak to poison, but Delphox's natural type is psychic. And then if Delphox is also weak to steel, because steel uh, fairy is weak to steel, Delphox's other natural type is fire. So yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, Rillaboom is like kind of weird. I guess like if Rillaboom was ground, you would bring water or grass, and he has a counter for water, which is grass. He doesn't really have a counter for grass. So that I don't think makes. Uh, I don't know. This I don't know. That maybe was a tough one to to figure out. Dark. See, like everyone, there were there were so many people that were like, "Why is Samurai bug?" But it like made so much sense. It it like had counters to yeah the bug. There is some logic there. Yeah, because Rillaboom is just pure grass type, right? I'm not making that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Rillaboom is just pure grass. Rillaboom does get access to Boom Burst, which is like a 140 normal type move, but Rillaboom's Special attack is so bad, and that's a special attack. So I don't think normal type Rillaboom is even ex- exciting, but I guess Boom Burst would make sense if they were going for like a theme of yeah music. I mean, it's <laughs> special attack is real, real bad. Yeah, it, yeah, it's sixty where its attack is oh one twenty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I feel like. It's level up move set is not and has never been all that exciting. Like it's a lot of normal. Okay, they could this 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 is my they could make Rillaboom electric, which would kind of make sense because like drummers need to like plug not they don't well micro like the stage you plug in everything. But okay, uh, so mm. this is hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> they make it electric. Electric is only weak to ground, but because Rillaboom's ability is Grassy Surge, most some ground type moves get reduced in Grassy Surge. So like Earthquake and I think it's like High Horsepower do half the damage in Grassy Surge. Okay. And if they bring ground, Rillaboom's naturally super effective against that because it's grass. I don't think it gets a single electric type move, though. So Terra Blast (laughs) does not. (laughs) <laughs> I am uh blast it is <laughs> looking in here. N- nope. I don't think we've had an electric character. It's got a really though. not great moveset. Yeah, Rillaboom's moveset's very it was very good in uh in Sword and Shield, but I believe they removed knockoff, they removed yeah. Grassy Glide. <laughs> I don't remember if it knows super 
superpower. I think it got superpower. You get Sunny Day. Yeah. You get Stomp and Chandra. Anyways. Uh, got Drain Punch. <laughs> and then Chestnut is normally grass fighting, so. That's going to be Psychic type. Yeah. Do we already have a Psychic? I don't. Look, I'm, I am so. paying little attention to what I'm saying right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it feels weird because, like, if they were going at their pace of like one, it was like it was like one every three weeks. We were we were saying like once a month, but realistically, it was like once every three weeks. If yeah. they were going at that pace, that would have taken us to DLC. But then for whatever reason, they were like, pick up the pace, <laughs> pick up the pace. So now we only have three left and we have all some. I guess they could repeat. But they already repeat I imagine the second they're going week. to have to repeat some. Yeah, right? like. uh. I, f- I feel like we are facing the their weird decision to have these in raids before they do home connection. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, again, why do you... I don't understand why they care about people bringing in things from home after the game has been out for almost six months now. It's... The well, weird decisions that they go into, like play our game this way and do our rules uh, and get them the way that we want this way only. Just bizarre to me. Like how many people are playing this game daily and still like dying for home besides like the, the, the like 200 people that are screaming every day at Joe Serebii on Twitter <laughs> for it. I feel like, like almost anybody who's still playing this game daily would could benefit from home. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a person out there who like finished the the they got credits and they're like, gosh, I'm I'm waiting to bring my Grooky over so I can like spin in circles and breed it. Like I think that's such a breeding is so not fun in this game too. <laughs> I think that's just well, like that's such why a you small... need home. You need home to mass release. <laughs> oh, you do need home to mass release. Tr- believe me. But even even like Greg's to. point, like. Okay, the home comes out tomorrow. So, and then Rillaboom comes out after that. Like, I I still want to do the Rillaboom because I think that the the raid is fun, and I want the Rillaboom with the mighty mark. And I'm pretty sure that would would be the first time you could get Grookey in an Apricorn Ball. Right. So there's like like they they created their own like this is still worth doing if you have it system, which is great. That's like super good for them to create that. And then they're <laughs> so, like, it doesn't matter if people could move their grookies over because there's there's still an audience that and even if you're like, I hate raids, if your name is Will and you're like, I hate raids. Once I did the grookie, I could just trade him an egg. Right. It's like, well, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I don't. It, this is one of those. I always feel like this is one of those times when you go into a corporation and you're like, why do you do it this way? And like, well, we've always done it this way. And you're like, okay, but why? And that is it. We've always done it this way. And that is the reason because it doesn't make a ton of sense. Whatever. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of raids, I guess let's, let's get Intellian out of the way. Intellian showed up. Yep. It went pew, pew, pew. Uh, you know, ice is a a very bad territory. <laughs> ice is just a bad type in general. <laughs> it's just not yeah. good. Ice uh also only has one resistance, and that is ice. 
Ice resist ice. <laughs> so there's a there's a lot it's uh not not doing. It had a cool moveset though. Um uh it had snipe shot, of course, mm-hmm. uh, with the ability sniper. It had a blizzard and snowscape, so that's a, like a really cool combo. Because snowscape is different than hail. Uh I think most people like the changes from hail to snowscape, although yeah. they did frostbite in Legends Arceus, and that didn't come back. Uh, nah, it should have though. Yeah, frostbite yeah. was kind of cool. Um, also, they had they didn't have sleep in Legends Arceus. They had what like dr- drowsy, <laughs> not to be confused with the Pokemon. What was it called, drowsy? I don't think so. I think it had a different name. It had Maybe. something. It yeah, it was different you, though. Yeah, but you weren't you weren't fully asleep. It was like fifty fifty of whether you were attacking or like dozing. Mm-hmm. Was it called dozing? <laughs> what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> I don't know. It was it had a name. Intellion also had a tearful look, which lowers both your attack and your special attack. It was called Drowsy. Not oh. to be confused with the Pokemon. And then it had hay, uh, Mist, not to be confused with Haze. Um, so Mist would prevent you from using moves like Acid Spray or Snarl or... Um, Gosh, what else? What else does that? Mystical fire, mud shot, mud slap. Um, you could still use those moves and they would still do damage. They just wouldn't have the secondary status effects. So it was pretty cool. Uh, in the sense, like I think, I think uh, like what it was trying to do for those maybe you know who did it once and then never did it again. I it was it was ultimately trying to prevent like a a one shot strategy right it was it was it was designed to just slow you down yeah um, and i think it did that successfully whether or mm-hmm. not like you were like well i just sat there and i just hit drain punch over and over yeah sure but like it still did its theme of like slowing you down that's that's really all unless you had defiant then i guess it was triggering your defiant with <laughs> but <laughs> yeah um there's not like a lot of defoggers there was a way to remove the the mists um and like Corviknight and Frostmoth, I think were like the the two best defoggers yeah. that you could do. So there there were ways around it. It was interesting. I don't again, your mileage varied on how easy or difficult it was. I just brought look, I love Gardevoir. I just made a Gardevoir and Sunny Day skill swap and then healed <laughs> with life too, because there was a lot of really bad randoms. <laughs> game game raid still buggy. Still not not great of to course. sit in though sometimes when you're like <laughs> What is happening? Why, why can't I move? You can't see anything. It all freezes. I do feel like instead. OK, so I, I think it is better, but in a different way. <laughs> in, a, in what manner? OK, is so, it better, so before please? so before they fixed it, I felt like you really didn't get stuck unless you went into the cheer menu. And it was always like when you went into the cheer menu, when somebody else was cheering is when it did for sure get stuck. So like you would go over to heal cheer and then somebody else, you would see like the green lines pop up. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm about to get stuck. And then I did. And the only way I got unstuck was when like the boss, like the camera pants to the boss when the boss like clears. That was like the only way I got unstuck ever since like 1.2. A little after 1.2. I've, I felt like you don't get stuck there anymore, but what it does is like the whole raid will have this really long pause 
and everyone just sits there and is waiting at the same time. So you're not stuck in a menu. You're just kind of like looking at all five Pokemon on screen being like, what's what? what, hello? what hello. And then like, or- it re- and then it like all resumes. So I think that was their like temporary fix. Unless I'm just like making <laughs> things up, but I've yeah. noticed yeah. that like huge pause mo- at, I, over I getting stuck in a menu. Are you certain awesome. that other people are experiencing it at the same time? Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. Also, <laughs> up in the air. Also, I love getting stuck where my camera is mostly in the floor. Oh yeah, that's. And a- I'm just <laughs> I'm just getting upshots of everybody's skirts for no good reason. Like, what is happening? And the weird thing is that, like, you can see move animations go through the floor in <laughs> yeah. super weird ways. I'm like, what is? Why am I here? That's just How to, see, that's just to make floor? sure you're paying attention. Yeah, I guess. Look, they're better in like the sake of like two percent better. <laughs> <laughs> Any improvements? It. In improvement? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're for sure like oh. at least two percent better. Mm-mm. I mean, meanwhile, I can't move through a menu and unite to save my soul. So there is that. Like, <laughs> none of it's great right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I, Intellian was fine. Um, like its opening moves, I'm like, oh, it's doing this. But I'm sort of. We now have like the sort of weird pattern that I hope they break of two quick sudden moves. How are you going to deal with it? It's like, okay, so like we just are now waiting for the first person to do it to find out what the two quick sudden moves are and then how to immediately counteract what it just did. Right. Like, oh, throw up sunny day to undo. Well, you don't have to throw up sunny day, but literally if one person did that, it made the whole raid. 10 times easier <laughs> at yeah, least two like, percent easier some would say <laughs> it was like if you could taunt decidui so it couldn't do its swords dance at shield like it made it a lot easier like once you sort of figure out the pattern but that is the way of raids though once you figure out the pattern it's easy like yeah i mean that's, that is that is just how raids are that's the puzzle i just think i would like a different I would like a different beginning puzzle for some of these other ones instead of like, it's going to do two things right away that you can't react to. I don't like mind that because it does like in, in the case of intelligence, like, you know, I, you look back at old raids and like, or, or, or most situations in Pokemon, if you're playing with a group and you have four people, it's like, okay, this one's a special attacker. So somebody set light screen. This one's a physical attacker. Somebody set reflect. There's like really no reason to do that unless in the situation of Samurai, you're like, well, this is pointless because you're just going to crit through anyways. But it's like, okay, well, somebody somebody set up a screen. Okay, somebody start using acid spray or somebody start using, I don't know, like bulk up or howl or right. Like when this was the first raid boss that was like, you can't do that to me because I'm mm-hmm. setting mist. Right. And I'm doing it before you can even taunt. So I, I, I think that is that is cool. Obviously, there is a move that gets around that. That move is defog, but you're very limited to Pokemon choices. And it just happened that the two Pokemon that got defog were pretty okay against Intellion. So I don't mind the like two you like Decidueye didn't have that at all though. But like the the two moves before the turn zero moves, I guess. Um, 
I guess if they wanted to make it like harder, even though I think they are hard enough, like again, just go online with with randoms and you'll be like, oh, well, this level 83 uh, uh, fridgy fridge is not going to be able to do anything like we just all we're just auto losing here or this like level 59 Tinkaton is is getting one shot by everything, even with sun up and light screen and reflect and like. So I think they're hard enough. I don't think that's the problem. But if they wanted to make them harder, which I think a lot of raids go into, like Destiny has a harder version of the same exact raid. Final Fantasy has a harder version. World of Warcraft has a harder. They're the same raid. It's just like this is the hard mode, right? If they wanted to make them harder, uh, the AI needs to be just smarter. Like Mm -hmm. the the AI, at least in this case with Intellion, when you use tearful look against a defiant Pokemon, you are actually giving it an advantage. So if the if the AI was smart enough to be like, oh, you have something that counters tearful look, we're not going to use tearful look on you, but we're going to use it on the other Pokemon. And if I am setting sun, the boss should be like, no, 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 I'm going to reset snow Mm-hmm. Uh, because it only sets snow like f- exactly like five turns later or something. I could see them, and they, and again, it was like, well, if if they can do two moves for free before you even do one, they can they can introduce that in multiple steps to make it harder if they wanted to. Um, I do think that would be cool though to have like a even harder version of yeah. the rate for those that just want to do that like those that want to court i think you know you you do see people come up with like oh i did like anger point toros frost last power spot stone journey like like you see four people coordinate like how can we do the most damage and that's like fun to those people right to Mm -hmm. like figure out that puzzle um but I, i guess Three steps back, uh, we still get stuck in raids. So yeah, uh, I was going to say we too. still need we, to fix them. We first. should have done a competitive ability uh, kilowatt troll and made that work. Do that for the next weekend. Give yourself a challenge. Electric flying. It's got competitive. <laughs> I mean, we made a spoink work because it had thick yeah. fat, and we put a salt vest on it, and he was just this little piggy doing like snarl over and over because we were able to defog it. it was, like you can make a lot of cool Pokemon. You can work. make a lot of things work. And th- I, think that, I think that's you, also part of the fun. I'm challenging you, the listener, to do a kilowattrol intellion. I I remember seeing a uh, like a video on Reddit that was for Pikachu taking out the seven star Pikachu. When that came, and that was like really cute and really fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and again, it's like the great thing about Pokemon is you can make it as challenging or as difficult as you want. Like, yep, you can go in and you can hit Drain Punch over and over with Annihilate, or you can bring a Finneon and put an Eviolite on it and use Mist, use your own Mist against, (laughs) uh, against, against Italian. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see we'll see what they do next. For we got well, Intellion repeats uh, for the the next week. Let me look at my calendar here. Uh, so Intellion will repeat the fourth, or technically the fifth through the eighth. Um, when this podcast goes up, uh, Walking Wake and Iron Leaves should be back in raids, and they'll run for two weeks. Wow! If, you, if you've already caught it, 
You can't catch it again. You can still do them. Uh, they are level 75. Uh, so most level 100 should be okay. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think Golden Go was pretty good against Iron Leaves. And then I think Belly Bolt was pretty good against Walking Wake. I think Belly, mm -hmm. I think Walking Wake was yeah. pure water, right? Don't remember that, but I remember my Belly Bolt was great. Yeah, I think it, I think it. well, it's Water Dragon, but I think it's Water Terra type, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were just I, I'm I'll put up a counter graphic, but those were like the top two I remember like not struggling at all with the, those Pokemon. I look uh, forward to them eventually getting Pokedex entries someday. <laughs> <laughs> the DLC and where there'll probably be like 300 <laughs> of them walking around in the wild. <laughs> okay, so Walking Wake coming back, Walking Wake Iron Leaves coming back, Intellion coming back. Global Challenge 3 starts on the 5th and goes to the 8th. So, three different things you can do this weekend, I suppose, Walking Wake, Intellion, Iron Leaves, Global Challenge. Or you can go to MagicCon Minneapolis cuz that's where I'll be. Oh, yeah, that's this weekend. Did that sell out? That's this upcoming weekend. They didn't sell out, right? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I realized there was a 24-hour diner across from that convention center, and it's pretty good. I can't remember what it was called. A little expensive, though. I'm always looking for 24-hour places. I know, because you have the most messed up sleep schedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, where can I go to eat at 3 a.m.? <laughs> that Nowhere. isn't McDonald's. Because people should be asleep. No, I need to support those third shift workers. Yeah, Some... you should make it so that they don't have to work the third shift. Let them let them live. You're the reason why they're like, we need to have somebody staffed because there's this weirdo that shows up after his stream all the time. <laughs> what if they have the same weird sleep schedule? I'm supporting their lifestyles. Uh... The global challenge is also... Are you talking about the Nicolet Diner? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, they're very LGBTQ. We like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, uh, they had a then unisex bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was very confused because they had uh, like half barn swinging doors to get into the bathroom, and I was like, "What is happening?" But then once you get in, it's like all like individual like yeah stalls. the The swinging doors really threw me off. <laughs> I was yeah, like, a little, oh, a little much. They are in. <laughs> Not necessarily a great part of town and open 24 hours. So you get a lot of people who are coming in from the streets just to hide to get off the streets, especially in winter. So like they need those doors to sort of know, did somebody somebody pass out on their way to the bathroom? Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. to go rescue them. What's going on? Swinging doors always remind me of like back of house. Like, oh, you're going into like the kitchen or you're going like yeah, yeah, yeah. where the managers are. So that's why it was like... Yeah. Where, where, where are these swinging doors to the bathroom? Are you going in the right place? <laughs> right, like, yeah. am I allowed back here? <laughs> we used to have big gay gamer board game uh, events in, there's this, so if you go to the diner, go to the back, there's a big back room that I swear to God has no heat in it. it never, it was always ice cold back there, but they're like, you can have this whole back room to play games as long as you're all buying something. And their food is good and their milkshakes are great. So it was never a hardship except... It was so cold back there. It was back January. It's like seven below outside. And it was like two <laughs> inside. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll have a milkshake. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> Let's just go for broke. Um, the okay. fries are good, though. Global Challenge 3 is also this weekend. Starts on the 5th, technically 7 p.m. Central Time on the 4th because it's UTC. 
You need to sign up before the tournament starts uh, in order to get your Ultra Ball backpack. We got a picture it's of just it. It's a yellow backpack. <laughs> We've got a picture of what it looks like. <laughs> it is exactly what you imagine. A circular not, yellow backpack. <laughs> it doesn't look like an Ultra Ball. <laughs> It's just yellow. I think the straps are a different color. <laughs> I'm sure they are, but it's just a yellow Pokeball. <laughs> How I mean, this art there you, Hannah. Criticize this beautiful backpack. <laughs> it's a yellow I'm not saying it strap. looks bad. I'm just saying it's not an Ultra Ball. <laughs> I mean, it matches the Great Ball yeah, styling. But the Great Ball is more great. No. <laughs> no instances is the Great Ball great. Okay, so the Great Ball has red straps, which makes yes. sense because it matches the red, mm-hmm. whatever weird, like, red things they put on the Great Ball. Racing stripes is what makes it great. It moves faster through the, the air. The Ultra Ball, I think, has black straps. Black straps yeah. to match the like black the of the Ultra Ball. I feel like the be switched, though, because the majority of the Ultra Ball is black and the majority of the great ball is blue. Oh, that's true. Do you yeah, think I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. The primary color but, of the backpack would then be the majority color of the Pokeball. But you can't have a black backpack if you're going to do a luxury ball backpack because the luxury backpack is all black. If if they if they did more global challenges <laughs> after this, I would actually be surprised. But we only got three in Sword and Shield. We only got three ball guy shirts. Which yeah, I'm correct. Still mad about. Unless they go to something else like the Pokeball socks, the Great Ball socks, the Ultra Ball socks. <laughs> Ultra Ball socks. Because that's it. You could change. They should do more special tablecloths. There's the one special tablecloth you can do by replaying one of the gym games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's fun. I haven't done any. I haven't done any of the like. So you battle the gym leaders. You get the credits. And then to unlock six star raids, you got to battle the gym leaders again. But you can do all of their challenges again, and they all give you something. I think the the psychic type gym leader gives you berries, the EV reducing berries. If you do the mm. weird Simon says, gosh, that puzzle's so bad. <laughs> um, it the Simon says puzzle is more fun if you do it in real life while you're doing it in game. <laughs> I will say that. Um, but the the olive roll challenge will give you an exclusive tablecloth. Uh, I don't remember what Grusha's bad racetrack thing gives you. Sadness. It's not great. It's like the worst version of Mario Kart in the entire world. <laughs> it's not good. Okay, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we will talk about uh, Pokemon Go and uh, all the events they've announced so far. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. This is recorded fresh every time, by the way. There's, uh, it's always the brand. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience. You can sell anything, your products, your content, your time. You can sell it all. Greg, what are we selling this week? Well, this week, It's kind of a catch-all because we all know how impressive and important it is to get every form of Vivian in your game. You're going to need to make a website that's going to list the postcards, the amount of postcards you need, and the pattern that goes with. And then you can have check marks, but more importantly, you're going to 
You can schedule appointments for people to come to join your game. Next Thursday is Modern Week here in <laughs> Scarlet and Violet. And we're only doing Modern Vivian, so everybody come. You can send out email campaigns saying, hey, everybody, collect your postcards this okay. week. It's going to be a mad rush. But also, you're going to have analytics to say who joined. And more importantly, who switch melted from adding a Vivian to their game. So you can also secretly keep track of the crashes that are caused potentially by this bug of making a bug appear in your game. Ah, bugs on the bugs. You can blog about your experiences catching Vivian. You can put up pictures of your Vivian in game for others to you can have you can have them send you pictures. Take your best pattern picture and send it to me run contest. It's connected all to your social media accounts and Squarespace makes it easy to track your Vivian. So if you are interested in creating this Vivian tracker and social media Vivian manager, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code PKMNCAST to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. How do you want me to start? Sure. Uh, we can uh, we could start with just your name. Uh, we're This is Bailey. Um, yeah, Bailey. Hi, my name's Bailey. So we we met at the Pokemon Go Fest yes. 2022 in Seattle. Um, your dad, I believe, I think your dad said he was a reporter. Your dad and your yeah. mom are both reporters. Yeah, both of them. So they 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 coordinated this. So uh, you know, and then you told me you first off you brought me like these little chunks that were really great. Yes. Yes. Uh, but they actually, said I had I made another one beforehand, but then I forgot it the day of when we were leaving. So I had to make more Lechonks. So now I have like two Lechonks just laying around my room because I forgot them. <laughs> you said, and they also said that you've been listening to the podcast for quite a while. Yeah, maybe like two or three years. I just, I searched up the word Pokemon and it was like the first thing I found. So <laughs> just Pokemon in general or Pokemon podcast? It's like, no, because I was on the podcast. I just searched up like oh, okay. Pokemon and it was the first thing it came up. So were you were what got you into Pokemon initially? Was that like the TV show, the cards, the games? I I think it was like a mix between like the cards and the TV show. And then just what like a few years ago, I got Sword, which was my first game. Oh, okay. Now I have like a few. I have like Sword. I have Legends. I have Brilliant Diamond and Shine Pearl. I gave one away to my friend because. Oh, I did not like those games. <laughs> um, and then I have Moon and Violet. Oh, okay. So you have the newest one. Yeah. Before, I, I have questions about the games for you, but before that, you, you so you, you were at Pokemon Go Fest. I'm assuming you also play Pokemon Go? Uh, yeah. We, like, I've kind of stopped. I, I play it every now and then. Okay. So, like, a bit. Yeah. Got it. So uh, Scarlet and Violet are the newest Pokemon games. Do you like the do you like them? Do you like how open world they I, are? I think they're I think they're really fun and me and my friend we play them online a lot together. But um I remember once my uh I think it was me right on just kept spinning and I couldn't actually move it. <laughs> so he was like trying to help me, but he just kept spinning around and I couldn't actually move it. Yeah, that's so I just like... had to like wait. For it to stop. And then it was okay. And then once 
he also like his Maridon just disappeared when he was riding. So he was just like floating on air. Okay, yeah, I've had that happen too, where the so Maridon they're, they're pretty, just they're fun, but they're um they have some. Me and my friend like trying to glitch it a lot, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I honestly think the glitches have made it more fun because they're not <laughs> that game breaking. Right. They're just very funny. And what about what about legends? How did you feel oh, about that? I beat them in like two weeks, so really fast for me. But I I really really loved them, and I just maybe it was because with all the other games, catching is just it felt more of a task. Yeah. And in Legends, I just liked the way it was way easier to do it than just I feel the controls are just a lot better for me. And I just really I I don't know how I just it was it was really fun. And I also liked the trading a lot, too. I, I don't I just I like um everything about the game was really fun for me. The only thing that I didn't really like about it was the color palette. I found it was kind of muddy. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. So, do you do you do anything regarding the Pokemon anime or the card game or anything like that? I've watched most of like the anime and the show, but I re- I forget most of it because it was when it was like a I when I was really young and I don't even know how I got most of the episodes. Now thinking about it, but um, I have a lot of the cards, a lot of binders, but they're away from view right now, and I just. <laughs> I have a lot of the cards and a lot of the, um, I've watched the show and me and my brother are both pretty happy about how with the new generation of anime, Ash is no longer going to be in it. I don't know. My brother just has like a grudge against him. (laughs) I should ask him about that sometimes because he just, he does not like Ash. Yeah. Yeah. We, I like basically, I have a lot of the, uh, the cards and I've the show is a, I haven't watched as much as it, of it, but I have way too many cards. Yeah, I'm always I'm always just curious of what draws people into Pokemon, whether it's like the game or the the show or the cards or the merchandise. There's like a lot of different reasons why people like Pokemon. Yeah, there there is. Going back to the the podcast stuff, did you were you listening to podcasts before? I feel like people, I feel like younger people don't normally listen to podcasts. Actually, I was listening to like a few, but then I kind of grew out of their age range. Oh, okay. Because it was like, it was like, um, kind of like stories for younger kids. And then I just like got bored of them and I kind of grew out of the age range. Got so it. I kind of tried to find something new. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So they, they do make podcasts for younger people, but yeah, specific age range. And then you just searched keywords that you liked. <laughs> Yeah, my because I was like very skeptical on. I was like, I don't know if it's gonna work. And then my parents are like, just try it; it's gonna work. And then it did. So I guess if you search keywords, it yeah. works. I don't know. When I tried to search Pokemon on YouTube, it's just a bunch of weird card videos that are half the time clickbait. <laughs> yeah, that sums up YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, YouTube's a little harder to navigate because there's so much more there versus. Um... Like podcasts, uh, podcasts. There's not as many shows that there are like YouTube stuff. Yeah. I'll throw an easier question at you. Uh, what is your favorite Pokemon? Oh, uh, probably Swablu. I have my little plush right here, and it's it's not. It's actually there's a reason behind it because one of my friends actually 
it's like my first ever real birthday present. They got me this giant plush. Oh, that's cool. It's not that big, but I've had it for so long. And so it's probably my favorite Pokemon now. What about favorite game? Well, I haven't played that many games, but I remember I got to try out X and Y once. And I just, I really liked the way it works. I just, I liked everything about X and Y a lot. And I didn't, I got to play it for like 20 minutes, but it was really fun. Yeah. And it's always cool because they have the roller I just, skates. I just like, I feel like I like the, I feel like Megas and it, like the whole aspect about it was really fun. So my friend disagrees though. They do not like X and Y at all. <laughs> they think it, it's, I think it's mostly just because of the bad storyline. Mm-hmm. They, they like Gen 5 a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Gen 5 is known for a better story than X and Y. But it annoys me because he lost those games. He like he's not very organized with his video games, so he has all these video games. But when I when he lets me play them and I open it up, the the cards not in the game. Oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> and like he says, he says I'll find them eventually. But like they're they're so small, and you have a bunch of game cards lying around. Yeah. That sounds like a very expensive thing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't finished the newer games yet, but I may or may not have searched up the plot. Sure. I I did search I, I, I video games, I search up the plot and I spoil it for me and it doesn't really change the it doesn't change anything about it for me. It's just but um maybe this sounds very funny, but what's your favorite in the game so far? My favorite glitch in the game? Yeah, there's just been I my favorite one is Sometimes it just randomly zooms into my character's face and shows like these the, their teeth like pop out of the character's oh, face I've or seen something. That. Um, it's it, I don't know how to explain it. It's very creepy. But I yeah. So my camera just randomly zooms in into different areas of the character's face. Got it. I think the thing that made me laugh the most was uh, watching like the raid bosses like disappear and come back in or. Like the Pokemon that are supposed to be fighting the raid bosses, like appearing where they're appearing. Um, I remember I was battling this. Um, I think it was Brassius, and my Pokemon just disappeared. <laughs> Have you seen it where like the slow, like a Pokemon will just appear in a building randomly? I've seen that one too. I've my my friend had that with I think it was a Slowpoke. Yeah, just a Slowpoke phased into their like into one of the buildings. Mm-hmm. And he sent me like 50 screenshots of it and asked if it was normal. <laughs> and I, I said to him, like, I don't know if it's some, some new special feature, but I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> don't think so. Like, what's your favorite new Pokemon of the generation? Oh, that is a good question. Um, favorite new Pokemon. I think I really like Goldango, the thousandth Pokemon. The, the cheese. The che- yes, the cheese, the cheese guy. Yeah. Um, my favorite. I like. I like all the new dogs. Oh, okay. I love. I feel like my favorite new Pokemon would probably be. I think Mousehold's really cool. Oh yeah, Mousehold's great. Oh, there. I forget what it is. The new evolution of Wooper. Oh, Claude Sire. Yeah, that is my favorite one. He's just so chonky, and I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. He. I love him so much. Just everything about the. The chonkiness of it. I like the chonky Pokemon. They're very the big, 
the big chonky ones are my favorite, like Lechonk, Quadsire. I'm trying to think of other... Maybe um, Swablu is also one of my favorites because of all the floof makes yeah. it very chonky, too. I just I like all the chonky Pokemon. <laughs> the My least favorite Pokemon... Me and my friend created a, uh, a group chat, Wanklones. We hate Wanklone. Oh, the the evolution of the chunk. Yeah, we we it ruined it worse than um we it ruined the chunk worse than uh Lulu got ruined. Oh yeah, they yeah. just made him into a bigger sheep, but with with they just ruined the chunk's chunkiness. <laughs> Thinking about it makes me sad because it had the chunk had so much potential, and they turned it into <laughs> that thing. Do you have any other questions before we wrap up? Okay, here I'm gonna get to it now. So okay probably remembered this wrong but i remember you're talking about how late you were recording a video and then i remember i would always get these notifications for like 1 a.m 2 a.m my time when they got uploaded and i just <laughs> i to say the least um your sleep schedule is kind of concerning <laughs> uh my sleep schedule is weird because um i get a lot of work done in the middle of the night because there's no distractions um, so like most people are asleep or there's not really any news. So I usually don't go to bed until like 4 a.m. And then I sleep until noon. So that's eight hours. It's just shifted because most people might go to bed at like 11 p.m. And then wake up at like seven, which is eight hours. But yeah, I, mine's, I, mine's I shifted. go to sleep pretty early, but I also wake up pretty early. It's probably all I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um. Sorry, I get off topic very okay. fast. Well, I'm going to hit the... I'm going to stop recording in a second, but I'm not okay. going to end the call. But thank you for being on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thank you very much, too. I'm sorry if it seemed kind of annoying emailing you that many times. No, it's okay. I'm yeah, very bad at being patient. So. Scheduling is a little tough sometimes, but I'm glad we were able to yeah. get you on. Well, thank you again for okay, being well, on, Bailey. Thank you very much. So I, I want to say just uh, thank you very much for doing this. And I hope you have a, yeah, just thank you very much. And I'm really happy we were able to do this. Yeah, me too. Okay. Bye. Oh, sure. Thank yeah, you yeah. very much. This yeah. is so much fun for Bailey. She was so excited about this. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm glad we were able to make it work. You just like you made a couple parents very happy. And your podcast, like honestly, for the last year and a half of our lives has been every night. <laughs> That I haven't even watched. I, I don't use Pokemon at all, but I know a lot, and I know you guys very well. Check it. Set up. You still a good setup there. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant.org is the best way to learn math and computer science and computers all interactively. Things with computers, you can learn them. Brilliant has thousands of lessons from foundational and advanced math to AI, data science, neural networks, and more. There are new lessons added monthly. I've used Brilliant in the past because I was someone who actually liked doing math in school. I like coming to a concrete answer there. So when I felt <laughs> like I wasn't having enough of a concrete answer in different things in my life, say at the beginning of the pandemic, I subscribed to Brilliant and was able to just solve a fun little math or physics problem every day and I don't know, I had fun, I enjoyed it, and I felt like I was renewing skills that may be applicable to jobs in the future. So I would say Brilliant is an enjoyable experience. Well, if you want to do math and learn intuitively 
go ahead and try everything out brilliant at brilliant.org slash pkmncast that is our special link give it a shot see if you like it try everything that they have to offer learn math learn about computers do all sorts of things you know learning new skills is great so go to brilliant.org slash pkmncast to start your 30-day free trial and the first 200 people will get 20 percent off their annual subscription And we are back from our break. And we are here to say that Pokemon <laughs> Go Fest takes over August 2023 with a month packed with events. Their words, not mine. Yeah. Overlapping packed, too. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. Pokemon Company and overlapping events. They may. Janine's really just like, you know what? All of you people who don't like us, choke on this. You want to go to all choke three? Choke on my scheduling. Too bad. <laughs> Gosh, where do we even where do we even start with this? They they finally announced uh, Pokemon Go Fest. Yep, I think the last time they announced it was the beginning of April, so a, a little a little slow this time, but you know, yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, they had more months to go through because instead of doing it at the start of the summer, they are doing it all at the end of summer. That's yes, it's true. That's I I want to say that Seattle Go Fest, the U.S. one, was what like July July. 18th? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was July. And then wasn't Germany was before it. So Germany was yeah, because Germany was fourth of July weekend. Because yeah. I remember flying back from Germany being like the airport is dead because why would anyone fly on the fourth of July? Like people are like <laughs> people are like cooking hot dogs. They're not on a plane. Yeah. Berlin was July first that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess I guess timing wise that's fine. I mean, I, I'm sure Pokemon Go fans are always mad. You want you want a you want a group of people that are constantly mad. Pokemon Go fans are very mad. So they, I, I did see people were like, "When are they gonna announce it?" But now that we know, it's all in August. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all in August. Everything's in August, not just Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, the first the first dates here are London and England, August fourth, fifth, and sixth. London, England. I think I think they have the parks. If I click learn more. But also that same exact weekend, August 4th, 5th, and 6th, is Osaka, Japan. Mm-hmm. And then not on Pokemon Go's website, but I will I will tell you here because it's on my calendar that the Pokemon World Championships is the 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. And then Pokemon Go Fest New York City is the 18th, 19th, and 20th. And then there will be the global Pokemon Go Fest, which is worldwide on August 26th and 27th. So there was people being like, don't get rid of the worldwide one. Niantic was like, we got you. We love money as much as the next person. You can give us $15 for that weekend if you want to do that. Uh, (laughs) Yep. So that's that's all there. And the community day will have to be the same weekend as Worlds. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even think yep. about that. I think you're right. Because they're not going to do Community Day on any of the GoFest weekends, unless right. yeah, yeah, something that... real weird happens. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Okay, so there there has to be like one person in the world that is going to do both Osaka and London, right? They're gonna like, yeah, they're gonna try. I mean, technically, you go back in time when you leave Japan to go to London, right. so it's possible. It's definitely possible. I good luck. <laughs> good luck. Here's the thing. If I could, I would. <laughs> I 
so want to buy a ticket for New York Go Fest. Mm-hmm. And if I had a job, there would be very little keeping me from going to New York for that weekend. But already I have to tell future employers, FYI, I have to go to Gen Con at the beginning of August. And then I'm going to Dragon Con at the end of August. I don't know that I can weasel. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I have not gotten a job by the time August rolls around, <laughs> I may still do this. Then you, then you might as well go. You might as I well. I might as well go because yeah. I have no money and I might as well just blow it on something fun because I'll be super depressed by that point. Because I'll, my other secret thing is I'm trying to get a job. There's a job for a, a company called SeatGeek in New York that I'm really trying to get a job there because I want to fly out to New York for a week for training and I really want to work for them. So <laughs> I'm trying to work this angle to like get a job with them and then work it at the same time that that GoFest weekend would be <laughs> so that I can write it off as a business expense. Like I got plans working in my head right now. I want to go back to New York. I really wanted to go to London. Yeah, I, I want But I'll be at Gen Con in a much worse city. <laughs> I wanted to go to all three. I was hoping mm. that the European one would be in like Germany again. And I was like, cool. I feel more confident traveling solo to Germany. I've done it before, you know, met people there. It was really cool. Uh, the overlapping thing is unfortunate. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a really basic question to Niantic. It was like, hey, Niantic, why are these events the same weekend? And they were like, parks have limited availability. We did the best we could. And it was like, that's a very yeah. like, yep, <laughs> I get it. That's fair. <laughs> Like you, if you're like, hey, I want to plan an event. They're like, this is the only weekend we have in August. They're like, I, I guess that's the weekend we're taking. <laughs> I think that these parks have better access via public transit, too. Oh, yeah. At least two of them. I I, I don't know anything about the Osaka Japan one, but uh, I everywhere I read it was in a really great place. Um, and there's multiple ways to get to that one. I'm not sure about the London one either. Randall Island, which I believe is the where the New York one is. I don't know if that's I like, checked. They have a bus every 15 minutes. They have a bus, <laughs> but I think the problem with Randall's Island is because it is an island, you cross this bridge to get over to it. And then once you're on that island, there's like nothing there. So from what I read is like if you want food, you have to like leave the island. Oh, interesting. It's the true New York experience. Look. <laughs> I know people. So my friend who lived in New York lived on, I think she lived on Staten Island for a while. And she would literally pack an entire day's worth of food, two changes of clothing, because she's like, once I'm over to my job in on Long in in Manhattan, getting back home is a three hour experience. She's like, I just had to pack everything that I had planned to do for that (laughs) entire day to go into the city find places to change and you wouldn't go back home until late that night like new york's public transit is good but it just takes a lot of time (laughs) where it in relation to where is randall's park like in relation to oh east east yeah east Um, i'm looking like randall's island park yeah it's east of central park in like the middle true of go fest fashion booking a ticket is incredibly confusing and if you are not constantly talking about to the people you are booking if you're not constantly talking to the people you want to play with 
it is possible where you flip the experiences and all of a sudden you can't play with them because it is the I don't think there's anything wrong with the half of the day in the park, half the day in the city. I think that is fantastic. It worked really well in Seattle. It was great. Um, I'm glad they're bringing it back. It's it's just you literally have to talk to your group of people and all be on the same page mm-hmm. in order to do this. Because if if one person books morning in the park and everyone else books morning in the city, that one person now is excluded from your play group. So I will go through the New York one because I'm assuming that that's the majority of our audience is yeah. listening to that. There is an early bird discounted price available. Now, that being said, if early bird sold, sells out, which it already did in Osaka, it doesn't mean the event is sold out. It just means you have to wait until the second round of tickets come. Um, this was just like if you bought it now, you got like what, like a five dollar discount or something yeah, like, like a that. Five dollars, okay, yeah. Don't worry, they'll make up the five dollars when we get to the end. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go Fest is coming to New York City. We're planning a big event for the Big Apple. Uh, it will split into di- two different experiences. Randall's Park, and then throughout New York City, uh, attendees will enjoy exclusive gameplay, special bonuses, and more as they adventure alongside thousands of other trainers and spend half their day in Randall Island Park and the other exploring the larger New York City area. Ticket purchases include both Randall's Park and the New York City experience. The only difference is the time of day at each location. Early bird tickets are available now until June 15th. These are discounted for limited, so snag them early to take advantage of the cheaper price. So they are normally $30. So until June, or I guess until they sell out, they're $25. The park experience, or the I guess the, the whole experience starts at 9 a.m. It's saying that it ends at 7 p.m. So that's... That may, I think that is just one hour late. Was Seattle not 10 to 6? I swear Seattle was 10 to 6. Mm. So this is this is a this is a ten hour day, and I'm almost positive Seattle was an eight hour day. There are special add ons, so you can do the raid lover add on, which is fifteen dollars. That will give you eighteen raid passes a day, not remote raid passes, the in person raid passes. So, uh, uh, so to be again, this is not clear, even though it says eighteen per- passes per day. You will get eighteen passes. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for $15. So that is a great deal if you like raiding. If you plan to explore the city and jump into raids, which you should have no problem doing since you will be in New York City. (laughs) If you live in the middle of nowhere and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, man, no one in my city raids. Let me introduce you to one of the biggest cities in the United States mm-hmm. where there will be raids everywhere and there will be thousands of Pokemon fans there. I'm selling this better than Niantic and I get no money <laughs> and I also hate giving <laughs> Niantic money. But you will get 18... Ad- how, what is 18 times 3? I don't know. 40-something. 56. Four, 54. I, math. I think it's 54. That's a lot of raids. Anyways. So if you plan on if you plan on raiding... I think this is worth getting. You will also get 5,000 additional XP. Um, you will get six additional candy for five star and mega raids. You will get three additional XL candy for five star and mega raids. 
And then your bonuses will be active through Friday through Sunday. So pretty good deal. Now, the opposite of a good deal, if you would like to get scammed out of your money, let me introduce you to the Egg Enthusiast, which is $15 (laughs) as well. That will give you one-fourth egg hatch distance. You will get an increased chance of 10K eggs. You will get three times the hatch stardust, three times the hatch XP, three times the hatch candy, and it will be active all weekend, Friday through Sunday. What that does not include is incubators. Any at all. Zero. Any kind of incubator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you're just going to have to keep paying for that. Correct. Uh huh. Do we think they like forgot? No, no, they no, did no, this no. Before. No, they the this last is, time they did, d- the they did this for Vegas. They did this for Seattle. Um, they did this for Berlin, I think. Yeah, incubators are too rare. They're too valuable compared to raid passes, despite all the discourse. Yeah, it, it would be nice if they gave you like a handful of incubators. I think that would make mm-hmm. this a better deal. Uh, Even just five incubators. If you if you spent fifteen dollars and then you didn't know you needed to buy incubators, you're relying on your one free incubator. And I don't think to be fair, one quarter hatch distance does speed that up a bunch. Yeah, but, but you're it's still just one. But you're getting more ten k eggs. Yeah, I'm looking at the Seattle GoFest page from last year, and it was, it started at nine nine a.m. to one thirty p.m. Isn't that the same? Oh, did it start at nine? That's okay. what it says. I don't remember ending it at 7. 7 seemed late, but maybe it is the same time. Yeah. Oh, you know, I think Seattle's Go Fest was nine hours. I think it did end at 6, but they forced everyone to take an hour break. So there was, they right, turned off. Right, right, all, right, right, right. They right. turned off all, which I th- I think was really healthy, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because again, you know, play, play at your own style. If you want to grind super hard, that's fine. But at a certain point, Niantic should be like, Mm, eat something please please stop catching Snorlaxes and please just take 10 minutes and go to Subway <laughs> I <laughs> promise you you will feel better for the remainder of the day if you just stop grinding for one second citywide gameplay this is new uh, for $20 extend the GoFest fun and enjoy the city experience throughout New York City uh, on the extra day or days of your choice. This add-on provides an extra day of the same citywide gameplay experience that is available on your primary day. However, there is no additional special or timed research. This add-on enables additional citywide gameplay. The Randall's Park event will only be for your primary event day on your ticket. And then then the last add-on is a t-shirt pre-order. Pre-order your in-person invent exclusive pokemon go fest t-shirt now pick it up during the event each t-shirt purchased will also come with a code that can be redeemed for a matching in app avatar item t-shirts are limited and pre-orders will only be while supplies last no returns no exchanges etc the same t-shirt design in a different color will be available for sale uh on the niantic's website they've done this before by the way like the you could get the t-shirt off the website. It was a different color. The ones at GoFest were a different color. Um, I, I like this. I like like the pre-order. Get a t-shirt in-game. Pick it up when, when you're there. They know exactly how many at least they should pre-order because t-shirts are very high. If you haven't been to a, a, an event, that people love t-shirts. They just do. It's like the whole, like, I've been to a concert. I want the t-shirt kind of thing. 
I, I do like this. I do like the pre-order and everything. I don't love how we have no clue what the t-shirt is. Exactly. Yep. yep. That, like, that makes my decision on whether I want the t-shirt or not. <laughs> I'm not going to wear it if I don't like how it looks. <laughs> and not all of the GoFest t-shirts have been good, just to say that. Yeah. Lightly. So you you can add on... Um, I'm a little unclear. You can add on two city experiences, correct? Because each one is just a t- the twenty dollars is just for one day. So if I wanted to go Friday to London, I'll just say nine a.m. in the park. My mobile provider is the Vodafone. That is my that is my name. Because it says extra day or days of your choice. Yeah. I don't know. So if I add the t-shirt, oh, and then the, oh, it does ask you the size of the t-shirt. Oh, and you can add up to four t-shirts. That's kind of crazy. Wild. Um, so I, I picked, fr- dis- no, okay, so you do add coats. each day. So I picked, I wanted to play on Friday in mm. London. And then it says, do you want to add citywide gameplay for Saturday? That's 22 pounds, which is $20 USD. And then it says, do you want to add citywide gameplay for Sunday? That's also 22 pounds. And then there's the raid lever. And then there's the egg enthusiast. So I should have done this in American. I, I picked London because it was the first option. So if I want everything, if I want uh, one ticket for myself for Friday in London, but I also want the, I want the T-shirt. I want citywide for Saturday. I want citywide for Sunday. I want raid lover. I want egg enthusiast. I am paying a hundred and thirty one pounds. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the U.S. it would be one hundred and twenty seven dollars with all of the options there. And that yeah. is not. Including your incubator costs. <laughs> or any of your flights. Or hotels. Yeah, or well, hotels, hotels are going to get you. Or incense. Hotel is. Yeah, the great thing about Japan and even Germany, and uh, to be fair, I went to Japan four years ago. To, I went to Germany one year ago. But in my experience, booking travel, their hotels were significantly cheaper than an American hotel. Now, we're talking an American hotel in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Not that Seattle's any cheaper. Seattle's also a pretty expensive city. Yeah, Seattle's expensive. New York is... The thing about New, the thing about New York is once you're in Manhattan, you, you, you can pretty much walk everywhere. It's, it's not a huge place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once you're like in your room and settled in, like that is the... Co- New York isn't cheap for anything. Food's going to be expensive. <laughs> Although you can do a lot of street vendor stuff, which is, you know, get a hot dog at your own risk. Yeah. And like Vegas, Vegas is like that weird exception because like they want Vegas to be like a little bit cheaper because they want yeah. you to gamble. <laughs> so they yeah. kind of like rope you in with like a slightly cheaper flight, a slight, a slightly cheaper hotel. And then like they get you with food and gambling and like, you want to do like any show like shows are super expensive mm-hmm. they just that's my problem if i went to new york for this i would so want to see a show there are so many good shows on broadway right now so as of this, this recording would be like an outrageously expensive trip for me uh sunday afternoon here as we're recording this the only one that has sold out right now is osaka japan not super surprising japan loves pokemon <laughs> Um, that doesn't mean that all of Japan is like sold out. Like I said, only the early bird stuff is sold out. 
it is unfortunate that Japan and London are the, the same weekend, although I, I'm sure Niantic didn't want that because that would require all hands on deck for like multi like one event is over. OK, well, we still need the next event. Well, like they are technically not. I don't think they overlap that much because of time zones. But that's going to be a long couple days. Yeah, that's yeah, like a is. very long weekend. Um, and then after that is Worlds. And then after that is New York. And then after that is the Worldwide, which we didn't even talk about. The The Worldwide one is $15. Uh, it's Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 6. No add-ons, not just, just 15 bucks. Um, it was $15 last year, right? Because people complained that the year before that it was five dollars, but that was because like Google mm-hmm. yeah. podcast or Google Play like sponsored it or something, <laughs> which yeah. is like kind of yeah. weird to me that they <laughs> how, are they struggling to get sponsors here? Like, how did they get Google to sponsor that one year, and they haven't had a sponsor since? <laughs> I mean, I thought they were selling our data. <laughs> 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 Sell it, to, sell it to a sponsor so we don't have to pay 15 bucks i i don't know i i we we don't know what pokemon are featured um nope we don't know what the research looks like we don't know you know is london having a certain pokemon spawn is osaka having a certain pokemon spawn there's supposed to be some treasure map thing that they're like hinting at and then you can kind of see in the background of the logo that there's like binoculars and a treasure map with an X. And then on the logo itself, they were like one step away from using papyrus. Uh, they, <laughs> think they didn't. Uh, but they have like the little tr- treasure tracking lines and then they have like two little diamonds, which seem like Diane say Mega Sableye. Could be me- yeah, not sure. Mega Sableye. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually just Carbank. You do the whole research. It is at just Carbank. Welcome. A, this is how we're releasing Carbank. Is shiny Carbank pink? Um, uh, no, I think it's black. Yeah, it's like black and blue, right? Yeah, these diamonds are pink. This is Dancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Niantic, though, we'll get a Carbank at the end and be like, ah, we thought that was the. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was the rare one. <laughs> is is there a pink? Oh, in the in. On Diancy's chest is the pink. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think it. I don't think this is surprising. I think we've always known this. I, I guess I just want to reiterate this point. It doesn't matter what is at the event. It's just the event. They literally showed nothing. I, I, Osaka sold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't even know what the selling. shirt looks like. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we can pay for. Kind of. Yeah, uh, I mean, we don't know what the event looks like at all. Not any of the lo- specialized ones. Not any of not the worldwide one. We know what the add-ons are. That's about it. I'm, yeah. I don't expect the worldwide one to be as good as oh any yeah of yeah the local for sure. Ones. I don't think it um, needs to be as good though, because if it if it is as good, it takes away from the in person yeah, one. Yeah, right? but you want people to be able to continue to enjoy this big yearly event. When not everybody can afford to get to the in-person ones. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to afford to get to an in-person one this year. I really want to. I've never been to one before. 
but not everybody can afford that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I. It's it's the whole concert experience. You want to see Nine Inch Nails? You pony up the money. I guess the difference is like they they go to multiple cities. <laughs> they come to you in a lot of places. Like if. I am not traveling to New York to see Nine Inch Nails unless it's like we're doing a 17 hour show and we're playing everything that you like. Like that is not a thing. And also you get to capture one of the band members and take them home. I think the only Nine Inch Nails song I know is from like Guitar Hero. (laughs) I just just don't have a lot of faith in the $15 global thing. Um, It's going to be there. It will, I'm sure it will be fine, and I'm sure you will get your $15 worth, but I don't think $15 to get Community Day shiny odds is... I don't even think $15 to get, like, GoFest shiny odds. Like, and GoFest's shiny odds are not as good as Community Day. So, again, to anyone mm-hmm. who's not been to an in-person GoFest, like, we we don't know. Like, Niantic will never release shiny odds. Um we just know that it's about one in 25 because we've done so many community days and we've gathered so many data from the community that we can pinpoint that it's about one in 25. Yeah. Um, and I want to say that past GoFest have been like, I want to say it's like one in 80. Somebody might correct me in like the YouTube comments or something, but I want to say like past GoFest were like about one in 80 ish for shiny odds, which is still really good. Um, yeah. You still will get probably at least one shiny. <laughs> yeah but also like we we have known from other events that they boost certain pokemon mm-hmm. uh like vegas and they've been doing that more and more yeah so like vegas i don't think it it seemed like in vegas i don't actually know i don't know if there was any people that did research it seemed like cast form was not boosted uh, like when you looked at people's shinies, it was like, oh, cool. You got like shiny Trico and shiny Nincada and shiny Cacturn. But it felt like no one really was really getting like shiny cast form. Unknown is always sought after two to be shiny and it never feels like unknown is boosted. Or if they are boosted, they're boosted like differently. Like, right, this Pokemon might be one in 80, but unknown is like one in 200. Like, again, it's so hard to pinpoint because you need so many people reporting and Niantic is never going to say they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Well, and they probably the Pokemon company doesn't want them to either, because oh, undoubtedly. Um, and also one one other point on the global GoFest is just that, like in previous years, this is an event that is going to be available to everyone, whether you pay for it or not. You're just going to get more things if you do pay for it. Mm-hmm. Last year, whether it was actually worth paying for it was debatable. I think. Is that the one we went to the the zoo for, Greg? Yeah. Yeah, it was two days. Yep. We did the first. We did the first day in the art park because I was streaming, yep. and then we did the second yep. day at the zoo. At, at the zoo, which was also streaming, and that girl gave you the stink eye. Oh yeah, she did. Um, I remember having and a great was time. A those, good choice. That- I remember having a great time those two days. I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, I don't think it was as fun as an in-person one would have been, but I definitely got together with the community I had at the time. I played the game both days, and I even gifted a pass to a friend because I thought. I mean, I guess it was worth it to a certain extent yeah i mean again the experience is if you can get it's it's a set event that you can get your friends to all do a thing with you. that's the best thing for a lot of people about this game that that is the only good thing about this game uh when i was talking to will will was like i think i'm gonna go to go fest and i was like i thought you hate this game and he was like yeah but i want to see people and i was like yeah that's this game in a nutshell yeah (laughs) yeah 
Yep. Oh, maybe Will can pay for my trip to New York. Yeah, he just bought a house. If I don't, he has money. If I don't, if I don't have a job, I'm gonna figure this out. They they announced it, so uh, I I don't love that it's like all in August. I even we know the dates now. August is completely packed. August yeah. is completely packed. I I do kind of wish it was more spread out. I think we looked at GoFest. I think we looked at last year's GoFest, and it was at least two weeks at least two weeks minimum between every event. So the fact that it's like two GoFests, Worlds, another GoFest, and then Worldwide GoFest. Among <laughs> all the other things that happened, in that, that's the end of the August is state fair time. It's a lot. Um, it's just a lot. Yeah, Worldwide GoFest was a ways before Worlds last year. Yeah, and I think in past... Japan has always gone last for GoFest, and U.S. has always gone first. So this is yeah. this is a flip, but maybe it'll go off smoothly, or maybe we'll finally get the the worst uh, bugs of the event this time. Look, if you're a true Pokemon Go player, you always want to do the first GoFest and the first day because you know that it will break, and Niantic will have to compensate you in some <laughs> way. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> You, you gotta roll the dice. <laughs> Did you get compensated for Vegas? Uh, for Vegas, the compensation was you could play the rest of the night in the city. And that was until so the event ended at 6. And I think mm-hmm. they extended the city till 10 p.m. So they gave you four mm. hours of that experience. And then I think they gave everyone the the egg enthusiast who bought it yeah they gave everyone that over the worldwide vegas weekend but only if you bought it which was a huge bonus honestly it was it was actually like the legit good bonus (laughs) um uh to continue on okay uh, two more bits of news here. Uh, we got Cleavor making its Pokemon Go debut during a Cleavor raid day. Uh, Cleavor, originally discovered in the Hisui region, featured in Pokemon Legends Arceus, is coming to Pokemon Go on Saturday, May 6th. So, you know, you know, after you're done uh, doing some Intellion, you're squeezing in some Walk and Wake Iron Leaves, do a little bit of Global Challenge number three, you Top it off with a little cleavor. You know, Pokemon just wants your entire <laughs> life. How dare you play any other franchise? Just Pokemon. I mean, some of those you can spread out. <laughs> I am not doing this unless I'm doing it in between panels. I'm going to probably do a one and done. Go to one in person. I don't like how they are making this raid day uh they're they're boosting the numbers of remote raids you can do just for the raid day, hey, which that's a, sits that's a bonus. Yep, I <laughs> yep, nope. Uh, not gonna pay for that myself. Don't like how that's becoming <laughs> what it is. Um, they're advertising that you can get Cleaver Shiny, which is fine. New Pokemon Shiny available, all great. But you can't evolve your Scyther. Yeah, nope. You just can't. Nope. So if you've been saving up a good Scyther or a shiny Scyther waiting for a day where you could evolve Scyther into Cleavor, you're still stuck waiting for maybe a community day someday. I mean, the shiny for Cleavor is bad. It's green. It's a better green. It's we're done with green. We need to move past green. Yeah, but if you wanted a good Cleavor, 
you will have higher True. odds with raids than by catching them in the wild. But still, if you had 100% Scyther that you were saving to evolve into a Cleavor or whatever its best PvP IVs would be. I mean, we're just going to get, what, a Hisuian stone at some point? Gosh, I hope so. That and would be please, really helpful. I wish they would take the 7 million items in the main series games and reduce them down to, here's your Sinnoh Evo stone. Uh, Cleaver will appear more frequently in raids. Uh, you'll have an increased chance of encountering Shiny Cleaver. Speaking about odds, I think the data miners were like, this is about 1 in 10 for these raid days. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot higher than the 1 in 20. Uh, you can earn up to five additional passes from spinning. So if you play your cards right, you can technically do seven for free. You spin the day before to get your free raid pass. You don't use it. You use it the next day, and then you get your free raid pass then, plus you get the other five. So you can do seven cleavers for technically for free. And then remote raid pass will go from five to ten. That will be available all day so instead of spending ten dollars niantic has blessed you with the ability to spend twenty dollars but no more than twenty how dare you spend you can only spend twenty not a single cent more i do think these events are good because they give you five free raid passes and i think that is good enough to encourage you to like when we always think when we talk about like uh no one raids or no one does it or my community is only online I don't know how Niantic does that better to be like, here's a brand new Pokemon that is shiny right away. And we're giving you five free raid passes. Like, I I don't know how else they could like at that point, it's all on you and your community. Like they are giving you everything, every reason to go out and like do something together. Three star raids. There are three star. Yeah. So you really only need. I mean, if you're not level 40, you might need like two people. But if you're level 50, you could probably solo these. But. I think remote raid passing aside, I think this is a a good event. Like you can you realistically, hopefully, ideally, in a perfect world, you're you're texting the same people that you're texting to go to go fest, and you're saying, "Hey, Greg and Will, what are you doing on Saturday morning? You want to go to Mall America for thirty minutes because we can get seven done in thirty minutes." And then Greg says, "No." No, because I have to. This Cleavor is on the day that I'm going to Magicon. <laughs> but if I have Greg wasn't going to Magicon, he would say yes, and we would go to Mall America. I would say yes. Yeah, you would guilt me into it. Uh, if they could evolve, if you could evolve Scyther, I would say it would be a pretty good event because then you could actually get the Cleavor that you want. But <laughs> nope, nope. Instead, you're going to get the Cleavor that you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> you need to play it's the a, game the way Niantic wants you to play. Which correct. Is there is no other options. <laughs> Remote raid pass, everything aside, it's a relatively good event, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, know. raids are not their strong point right now. <laughs> and they know it. <laughs> the only cost is your time. Yeah. And like that CEO on Twitter said, my time is worth $5,000 an hour. Uh, last update here is trainers. You can help out Spark during the Instinctive Hero event. Um, Spark is busy running around with Ezella Kid and could use some research support. There's a new event. And for the first time in Pokemon Go, Larvesta will be able to hatch from eggs. 
Also, randomly, Shiny Mantike will be available. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Cuz. Shush. Yep. Just cuz. Don't think about it. Quiet. Well, it's, it's, it's an egg hatching event. You gotta get Mantike from the eggs. So there's a little bit. Larvesta and Mantike is my favorite ship. Um, (laughs) Larvesta, the Torch Pokemon, and Volcarona, the Sun Pokemon, make their Pokemon Go debut. Larvesta will hatch from two, five, and 10k eggs, which I think is the first time I've ever done that. That's kind of cool. Yes, it will also be the only Pokemon in those egg pools. So it'll be the only thing you're hatching out of two, five, and 10k eggs for that event. Where where, where am I getting the Mantikes? From 7Ks. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You need 400 Larvesta candy. There's the 400 we all speculated. You do need 400. Mm -hmm. Um, Increased chance of shiny from 2, 5, and 10. Uh, That's that's the event bonus they're saying. It does say that. Uh, Maybe Dagpool is more than Larvesta. Oh, I... They're... Their blog post is uh, contradicting itself. Oh, no, no. I think they're saying that the 7Ks will have increased. To be clear, Larvesta cannot be shiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the egg pool here is 2, 5, and 10 will only have Larvesta, like Hannah said. And then 7K eggs will have Mime Jr. I'm assuming that is location-based. Well, it's not saying. Happini. Mantike, which can be shiny for the first time. Timber, Timber, uh, Carablast, Shelmet, Axew, and Gumi. Gumi cannot be shiny. Um, Boo. But Gumi is, is saying, the only one of that group. Oh, yeah. Wait, this is contradictory. They're saying increased shiny chance of right? two, five, and ten. <laughs> All right. Well. So either there is more than just Larvesta in these eggs, which makes it a worse event than I want it to be, than I'm thinking it is, or... There's maybe increased chances of shiny in the 7Ks, or there's just no in- increased chances of shiny at all. One way or another, the blog post is confusing. Uh, okay, hold on. The, the, there, there was a question asked in the Niantic area about this. And Niantic responded, it will not be the only Pokemon. Okay. There will be additional okay. Pokemon in these pools. That makes it a worse event. I was really <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bad. That. That's much worse. <laughs> That's not a good answer. <laughs> so we got the clarification here from Niantic. There will be other Pokemon in the 2, 5, and 10. I think the blog post is just saying Larvesta is the new one in the 2, 5, have, and 10. Have they announced the May Community Day yet? No. No. No, we don't know what May is. Okay. Got that all out of the way. So bonuses are increased shinies from 2, 5, 10, 2, 5, and 10, not Larvesta, 2 times Hatch XP, 2 times Stardust from Hatching. There will be a special research where you can get a Elekid wearing a sparked theme accessory. One single Elekid. Just like one single Lapras. What is this Elekid wearing? Like a wristband? I can't can't see. (laughs) I'm trying to see in the picture. Yeah, yeah, it's got a wrist. It's got a wristband. It's got the instinct symbol on its forearm. Yeah. Yes. There will be field That's research. That's it? That's it? Well, I mean, Lapras was like a bow from Blanche's <laughs> hair that you couldn't see because you can never you see the backside see of Blanche. It. Yeah. <laughs> In field research, you'll get Magneton, Chansey, Electabuzz, Magmar, Snorlax, Mant- Mantine, 
and then Chimeco. If anything, Niantic has been consistent with Rising Heroes being the worst season so far. <laughs> so they're just look. They're you're just supposed to be the down. hero, not the event. I was really excited about this event until that clarification. I'm glad you brought <laughs> it up because I I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we got the clarification live live on the show instead of like after. Um, uh, that's it. That's that's all. We there was a lot of Pokemon goodness. We got through it all. There was probably some other news that it's not important. The, we talked about the important stuff. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon Go right now is in a weird place. We'll see what happens to it. I I think the I think the raid pass thing just ends up being like the footprint thing where people will never <laughs> drop it. It will just be a constant talking point, and Niantic will the footprints ain't coming back. <laughs> Yeah, I, I at this point do not expect it to come back, do not expect it to be addressed. I just think the game is in a weird place. The storylines have completely stopped for the most part. They're not having as much research you can do. More things cost money. Um, I'm feeling weird about the game, and this is, and I'm someone who loves, who has loved the game and all the communities that it's helped me be a part of. So I don't know where it's going from here. And I'll try to get to a GoFest. Yeah, I mean, GoFest are the in-person Fun. events are what Niantic has done best, minus, you know, yep. issues here mm-hmm. and here with like you again. I, I feel like the the Vegas thing was like completely overblown. Like I was there. It was it didn't work for a little bit. They fixed it. Once they fixed it, it was relatively smooth. They gave us four more hours of playtime in the afternoon. Sunday was flaw free. Like things happen. It's really hard to plan live events. Um, and all the other GoFests, like the Berlin GoFest, the Seattle GoFest, the Germany Go, no, sorry, Berlin, um, the South Korea Safari Zone, they all were flaw. They are they are all like, I I don't want to say flaw free. I would like say like ninety eight percent good. Like there, like in Berlin, there was like one dead spot in the park where it was like, oh, no service, like for the like sixty seconds until I walk through, and okay, like all spawns are back now, like just avoid this like one part. Like the park was so huge, it took like an hour to get to the other side. <laughs> Anyways, it was very easy to avoid that like one like bridge. Um, they do really shine in live events, and I I absolutely love their live events. I would like to go to all of these events. I don't know if that's possible, but. Um, it seems that at least our community in both like Slack and Discord are like oh, over the moon excited for like the like, New York event. And it's really cool. Like at the end of the day, whether or not you're upset with Niantic, at the end of the day, like it is really cool to see all these people plan their weekend together. And like they're very excited to like meet each other and to hang out and play Pokemon Go. And like that's kind of the core of this game is like. I want to do I want to play this game with you in person and and go out and explore a city. Um, just the 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 thing not talked about is the price to do that. <laughs> but like if there were if we lived in a world with like no costs uh, and traveling was easy and cheap, uh, this would be a better experience for everyone. But um, there's limitations, of course. Whatever comes after Rising Heroes is much better than this. <laughs> yep. Falling villains. <laughs> uh, does Rising Heroes end before it ends before August, though, right? Like I Rising so. Heroes ends in like June, does it not? 
I mean, it's only three. Each season is three months, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And didn't Rising Heroes start at the beginning of April, or did it start in March? I thought it's trying to find that. I think when you go into the here, I'm loading the app. I think when you go into the app, it tells you how many days are exactly left. Yeah. Uh, thirty-one days and eighteen hours. There we go. So maybe we so just one more s- month. Maybe we just have to 50. suffer thirty-one more days, and then we the have to get through get May. Look, they announced the raid pass thing during the worst season. Can't be a coincidence. They just wanted to make sure that the season was memorable for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> they succeeded. <laughs> if we can only go up from here is really what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, you say that and we know that that is not true. <laughs> you cannot say we can only go up from here. This is not by any means rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could remove remote ray passes altogether, but I feel like They're half the audience thinks they already did that. No, they like I think I'll never get another legendary again. No, you can still remote raid. They didn't. They didn't. You can still get one legendary every week if you wanted to. You can still get free remote raid passes from the research as well. Um, like they're not. There's a chance of it. Yeah, but they're not. They're not completely gone. You can still do it. Not very efficient, but still doable. Anyways, thanks for making it to the end. But if you are going, uh, let us know in the comments if you're going to the GoFest, which one you're going to. Uh, all, maybe also if you bought all the add-ons. I'd be very curious if you just bought a base ticket or if you went all out and spent $120 on everything. Um, I, do you get that t-shirt that you have no clue what it looks like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be lovely. Oh, uh, Niantic has never dropped the ball on a t-shirt. I actually don't know who makes the t-shirt. Is that? I guess it would be probably Niantic, right? But, oh, they make, uh, they probably hire somebody to do the design, right? Yeah, yeah. Did, I mean, it what, could be in-house. They, they have to have an in-house design team. I don't think the person don't who they? does the loading screen is in-house. Yeah. Are yeah, they in-house? they are. Oh, okay, okay. They get three months to work on one loading screen at a time. And they always knock it out of the park. They always they do. do a great job. I mean, there's there's other art in the game. <laughs> there's the logos. There's the characters. That's all. Copy there's the team it. leaders. I only play the game for the loading screen and the loading screen only, Hannah. The team oh. leader redesign was something. Willow looks better, you know. Because it's not the real Willow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe we'll get the Ultra Beast conclusion here. We'll get, we're missing three Ultra Beast, four Ultra Beast. Yeah. Hoipel, Naginatal, Blacephalon, Stakataka. Uh, okay. We don't need those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will be back next week. Uh, thank you for making it to the end. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Remembering to sign up to get that uh, Ultra Ball backpack, even though it's, it's not an Ultra Ball. Super it's effective. It's an Ultra Ball! That it's got an H on the back somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs>
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.